Hi, it's Connor Svensson here, founder and CEO of Web3 Labs, and this is your week in blockchain on Monday, the 15th of November, 2021. The key events this week include Bitcoin and ETH hitting new all-time highs, BlockFi is eyeing a Bitcoin ETF, the Ethereum name service airdrop achieves a $1 billion market cap, and Sotheby's are to accept ETH bids on one of their upcoming auctions. The crypto market cap finished the week up just over 1.5% this week, just shy of $2.8 trillion. Bitcoin and Ethereum both reached new all-time highs this week, with Bitcoin getting up to just shy of $69,000 and Ethereum of $4,850. ETH is up 35% uh, this month so far, and uh, with Bitcoin, the all-time highs thought to have been released just after the US Consumer Price Index report showed higher than expected inflation in October. Uh, Certainly with all of these, these growths recently, there's a lot of volatility, and in addition to with Bitcoin, we have the upcoming SegWit upgrade that should have happened by the time you see see this recording. BlockFi, they're now getting in on the act and trying to create a spot Bitcoin ETF. And so the intent here is that it's by being a spot Bitcoin ETF, it tracks the actual price of Bitcoin. We've spoken in recent weeks about other Bitcoin futures ETFs launching. And the thing with these futures ETFs is that because they're based on the price of Bitcoin at a point in the future rather than the point at at that explicit point in time, they move differently. And also the underlying assets that need to be used as collateral are are different there because you don't actually need to physically hold Bitcoin to actually create an ETF. ETF uh, for the futures there. And so these this filing by BlockFi joins a number that are already sitting with the SEC with regards to approval for a, a spot market. And we have, you know, there's, there's a number of other ones that we've spoken about previously, like, for instance, Gemini, they've been trying to do this for some time. So definitely a space to watch, but uh, block, block fire optimistic release that they'll be able to get the Bitcoin futures ETF out before too long. MasterCard have partnered with a number of cryptocurrency companies in APAC uh, to try and launch a crypto back payment card within that region. They're apparently working with Amber Group, uh, Coinjar and CM Commercial Bank. And this would actually be the first uh, APAC-based virtual currency firms to join uh, MasterCard's crypto card program there. So we've spoken a lot about MasterCard you know, getting involved more with crypto and you know, partnering with these some of these leading services there will certainly simplify the on-ramps for people wanting to transact to in crypto using the MasterCard payment uh, rails behind the scenes. Coinbase have announced that their browser wallet is now available as a standalone extension. So the Coinbase browser wallet can could be thought of a competitor to Consensus's MetaMask wallet, which is probably the leading wallet that people use for transacting with things like you know, DeFi and platforms like OpenSea for buying and selling NFTs. And what it does is it's a browser extension that enables people to you know, perform cryptocurrency transactions there. Consensus MetaMask has been an incredible success story because they added in the ability to swap tokens and they take a commission on that, which is bringing, generating huge sums of revenue from them. And so consensus are obviously taking note here by launching their own equivalent one. However, what's changed with this most recent update is that their wallet now doesn't need to actually be linked to a Coinbase app on the phone, which it previously did. So now it's you know, more like the MetaMask type experience that they're actually going after here. So again, it's uh, you know, this marketplace could become increasingly more crowded quite quickly, especially given the, the revenues that MetaMask is generating. The Ethereum name service 
which is a service that enables people to register human readable names, much like websites, domains like uh, web3labs.com. You, you can create, say, web3labs.eth, and you can link that with an actual wallet address. And what they did this week was the team at ENS actually, rather than having taken investor funding before doing a token sale, they actually did a an airdrop for anyone who's ever bought a ENS domain, as well as people who are close to the project, they received some of the ENS token. Now, what's been staggering about this is the sums that people have actually received received as a result of it. So if you if you look on Twitter, you can see numerous examples of people who've the value of their airdrop has actually run into the tens of thousands of dollars. As far as I know, some of the, the, the smallest amounts people seem to be receiving were around sort of four or five thousand dollars. So it's an incredibly profitable airdrop for those people who got involved. And of course, the price moved significantly with this off the back of it, um, with the, the ENS token actually achieving a $1 billion market cap at one point. Now it's dropped down a little bit, but it's still up from where it was when it started trading. But the intent behind the actual airdrop here is to give people tokens so as, as the ENS uh, project transitions to a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization structure. And so the intent there is that token holders will be able to vote and propose changes for the, 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 the effect their future governance of the protocol and so you know one, one of the really interesting angles here is that ENS hasn't actually taken any outside investment what they have is they've airdropped these tokens to their community so it's fully community governed yes of course people can buy in to this but uh, it's, it's it's amazing to actually see it there so it's um, an incredible result for the team there and they certainly have uh, ambitious plans uh, going forward. Sotheby uh, they've announced that they're going to accept live Ethereum bids for a Banksy sale that's happening next week and so what they're actually going to allow people to do is in person place bids in ETH for a pair of artwork pieces from Banksy. Uh, these are both though physical pieces one of them is called Troll Hunters and the other's love is in the air. The auctioneer will actually field live bids in Ethereum and then it can settle in ETH Bitcoin or the USDC stablecoin and so again it's not the first time they're accepting crypto but to actually be able to do it in a live auction they'll certainly be fun to see if, if you can be there uh, with people calling out uh, ETH amounts. That's all we have for our This Week in Crypto update. If you're interested in the key events spanning DeFi, enterprise blockchain and protocols or NFTs, do check out our other Week in Blockchain updates. And if you want to learn more about the people behind the scenes driving a lot of these innovations and changes, do check out our Blockchain Innovators podcast, where I speak to individuals who've made significant contributions to the blockchain ecosystem. Find out what inspires these people, get their thoughts on the latest industry news spanning crypto enterprise protocols, DeFi, NFTs and DAOs. Thanks, and I'll see you next week.